Good morning, everybody. This is Judith Eckhoff. You're listening to Mad Love. Let's get into it. So I had a very feces-centric day yesterday. Um, Again, none of this is to shame my mom or embarrass her or anything like that. This is for educational purposes. Uh, But, you know, I'm going to be honest. Changing the you know, bed pads because of the urine and stuff. Like, that's one thing. To be incontinent with number one is one thing. To be incontinent with number two, something else. And she had a bit of diarrhea, and she really wasn't, I don't know, she was so out of it. There's a mood that she gets in where she, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I just want to lay down. I'm like, if you have to go to the bathroom laying down, no way, Jose. So we finally get her on the toilet. I, you know, I'm not gauging. I can't tell if you're finished or not. So unfortunately, we prematurely got up, and she just filled her underwear with diarrhea. And it was spilling out, and it was just a nightmare. And she was zero help. That's what I'm saying. Zero help. Just completely out of it. And it's like, oh, what a nightmare. That was, like, the hardest hour ever. I mean, and then, like, there's no quick and easy way to clean that up. You know, it just has to explode onto the floor, and then you clean it up off the floor. It was horrible. And I kept saying so. (laughs) that's who I am and she's like please help me Jesus and I was like me too Jesus please don't forget me I need your help too this is awful (laughs) I just kept saying oh my god this is awful oh my god this is awful I mean it was so much poop and just I was yesterday years old the first time I wiped a grown human being's butt and uh, wow it was horrible but I'm saying all that to say uh, kudos to anyone who does that on a regular basis as a, their job. Like you have taken on the ultimate service role when you are able to uh, care for people and uh, tend to them in that way. Uh, that's a calling. And I think it takes a special person to, to do that as, as a job. Um so kudos to my caregivers that help me and kudos to nurses and anyone who goes and does that on a regular basis because that is hard to do. And then the next piece is I am still out here trying to do the math because uh, I was looking at places because over the weekend I was like, I just, this can't be my life. I, I am not great at this. I hadn't even cleaned up the diarrhea yet. Diarrhea hadn't even happened. And I was sitting there over the weekend like, I just, I'm, this is getting past what I know how to do. And I don't have time to do it. I work full time. I still work full time. I run two businesses and I have a retirement of my own that I have to plan. And so I'm like, dude, I don't, I can't devote any more. Like this is a full time job taking care of her. And I can't do this anymore. So I was looking at places and I'm like, Whew, who's going to pay for this? How are people going to pay for this? So the next piece is they're not because this is not a poor people problem. I'm sure someone's going to lead you to believe that it is, but it's not. The average person, the person who's not in the 99% is not going to be or blah, blah, 
the average person who is in the 99% is not going to be able to pay. It's this, these prices are for the 1%. And I don't know what people have been doing. You know, some people have, you know, I don't know, $700,000 houses they can sell. Some people have businesses that they could sell. Some people have money, but some people don't. And most people don't have five, six, seven, eight thousand $8,000 a month to pay for memory care. So people are going to have to learn these skills. I think somebody needs to just start a course on caregiving and for the regular person. Um, hopefully there will be somebody retired in your family who can come and help because it's just, I mean, and that they have good enough health, health that they can help, you know, because, you know, home health is still running around two to three thousand dollars a month. That's and that's for however many hours a week. But if you if you need, you know, 24 hour home health, that gets really, really pricey really fast because it's something like twenty eight, twenty eight dollars an hour. Right. So you do the math. There's most people won't be able to afford this kind of help and they're going to need it. And it's going to be a lot. It's going to put a strain on families and family resources and they're not forcing these places to be Medicaid-friendly. Learn the difference between Medicare and Medicaid. And there are not enough Medicaid beds. And the government is going to have to step in and force these people to open up their facilities to Medicaid. And I'm not sure why they don't want to, because it is government-subsidized, but I guess you have to follow more government rules. I don't know. But... At least in St. Louis, we have an older population, and they have been building these senior facilities at a pretty rapid clip. But I'm just not sure who's going to be able to afford to put their loved ones in there. So, anyway, yesterday was literally full of shit for me. I mean, wow. It was incredible. It was incredible. But I did feel like I'm a great person. I am a a hugely amazingly great person I'm messing up my language I'm so animated that like literally I remember I was like I am a great person because I had to shift gears you know because at first I was getting annoyed because I was like my you know how to do this you've been wiping your ass for 86 years you know how to do this you know when when to stop shitting you like you know these things and then you know she clearly was acting like she didn't and then I had to go from like okay that tactic isn't working to more of a coach, you know, more motivational. You're doing it. There you go. I hear it. There's, there's poop coming out. Yeah. Okay. We can do this. (laughs) It was weird. And then, I mean, she was no help. I had to lift her off the toilet. It was like, you know, she's lost a lot of weight, but she's still over a hundred pounds. I'm telling you, some of the stuff is instinctive and it clicks in but other stuff is like what the hell what's happening what is happening so yes and I thought again people stop comparing this to children you don't have a hundred pound baby you know and I've I've been around babies who've had diarrhea I've helped uh, my sister was my nephew and I remember he had diarrhea one time and she was catching it in her hand and I was like oh my god and she was like go get something I was like okay but I was like 15 you know, but a whole grown human being with diarrhea and 
memory issues and just, I mean, she was just out of it. I didn't, it was crazy, crazy day. That was just one part. And then, you know, like two hours, she's like, I got to lay down. So I finally got a Depends on her because I bought her some. She didn't want to wear them, but I got them on her after that. And then she laid down and then she didn't even remember it. She was like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was. Because <laughs> I said, do you remember how bad your stomach hurt and you, you were like having all this diarrhea? She was like, no, I feel good now. My stomach feels fine. And I was like, you just, you were pooping like all over the place. And she was like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I was like, it does. Because it was terrible. <laughs> Oh, man, such a crazy, crazy thing. Anyway, I'm saying all that to say, I don't understand how this is going to play out. And it's going to be, I don't know about all this other stuff they're projecting to happen, but I do know our population is going to continue to be old. It'll be the oldest in American history. And people are going to be really, really surprised when they go to, pull up to these places and try to drop their loved ones off and they look at the price sheet and that's just by today's prices inflation what's going to happen next year probably be you know a thousand dollars more you just don't know and i'm guessing if you don't have four thousand you probably don't have five thousand maybe you can split it amongst kids like if somebody has five kids five people can pay pay a thousand dollars Unless, you know, everybody collectively agrees that the person needs to be on Medicaid. Because they, you know, they'll uh, move you to Medicaid as soon as your money runs out. But all of this is assuming that people got fair pricing for their homes. You know, our family was redlined, which means if you were a black family in the 60s, banks determined where you could live. And they uh, determined what the value of the neighborhood was going to be. So yes, while my parents only paid 13 grand for the house 50 something odd years ago, it's not a $600,000 house now. It's more like a $80,000 house now. So you made wealth but not at the same pace. I have friends who whose parents bought homes in U City and they made way more money. You know what I mean? So I'm telling you it's all really fascinating. It really is. On to more bullshit, just a different kind of bullshit. Listen, I know people are fr- are frustrated with me because I got them watching this puffy stuff, but I'm telling you, the puffy stuff is leading to other stuff. Now, over the weekend, a male actor has accused a billionaire black film director. He didn't say black, but there's really literally only one billionaire black film director that has been sexually harassing him to the point where he started recording their interactions uh, since 2005, I want to say. So, yeah, I'm telling you. And I like Christian Keys. Uh, I don't know all his projects, but I did watch a, a independent movie he was in that was produced by Datari Turner, who I'm super proud of for you know, building himself a, a produ- production empire. Um I think it was called These Friends of Mine or My Crazy Friends or something. It was low budget, but it was really good. Uh, and I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed Christian Keyes' performance in it. And I thought, oh, you know, 
It's like he's talented. So I, I'm familiar with him and his work. And he just looked, he did a like an hour plus Instagram live. And he was just laying it out there like this man has been sexually harassing me. Um, he's been trying to pay me to just be on the payroll to just come have sex with him wherever he is. He was like, no, I ain't finna do all that. I'm not finna do that. I got my character. And da-da-da. I was like, see... The, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. I think we are in a reckoning season. Things are coming together. This is my opening. You know, uh, I heard yesterday that sometimes your rejection is your protection. I got fully rejected by the film industry. It didn't feel like it because they were all very nice to me about it. Like, you're a genius. You're great. But I didn't get any money to make my movies. And I, you know, I had to go back home and start working and you know I just felt kind of and I never gave up but I did take a break because from 20 I would say from the age of 21 to the age of 26 I spent a lot of time and money trying to get into the film business and I went back and forth from LA working on different projects doing all kinds of different things uh and it just it just wore me out and I got you know I got super close to getting one thing produced and it didn't happen and it was so frustrating. And I just, you know, I was like, I need a break from this. So I took a break. But, you know, I was rejected from that industry and now I know why. And it's not, I'm not bragging and saying I'm the best screenwriter in the world. I'm a good writer. I know that I'm talented. I just, it was just, it never dawned on me to negotiate with my vagina. It never dawned on me like that, that was the energy like, you know, wink, wink, you know, you don't like my script, but what else can I do for you to to make you read it again? You know what I mean? Like it never dawned on me. Like that just didn't occur to me. Um, and I'm not that kind of girl anyway. It never has occurred to me in any area of my life. And it's not a meritocracy. And I just didn't understand that. And I'm not saying that that's not why my career didn't take off. I mean, I'll be quite frank. I'm more prepared to be in this industry now than I ever have been. I've been working in criminal justice for the last six years. (laughs) So I know what people are capable of. I, my hackles get raised pretty easily. I don't trust or believe hardly anything anyone says, even the people you think are telling you the truth because, you know, everybody tells you they're, they're nice or they're smart or whatever. You know, I trust no one. And, um, you know, I think this has been the best job training for that gig because I'm not going to any parties. I'm not drinking your drinks. I don't want to meet in your hotel room, you know, and I'm more determined than ever to just have my own thing. I'm tired of other people dictating how much money I can make. It's stupid when you think about it. It's stupid to think that, you know, say say there's some rando reason why someone just won't pay, but they're sexist or they're um, just lame or they don't like uh, you personally and they just figure out reasons why they don't have to pay you. You know, that's ridiculous. That's dumb. Why are we even involved in a system like that? You know, and high risk, high reward. And I just know that I was not born to just be a regular rank and file, you know, employee, you know, so uh, 2024 holds a lot of promise, and I'm excited about that because I'm I really want to be my own boss. And now, for sure, you know, entering my own 
film universe. I have no desire to go to LA. I have no desire to be a part of any uh, system that's in place right now. Because I have read, I read a book called Burn It Down. It's very good. I listened to it, actually, an audio book. And gosh, like I asked a couple of weeks ago, how many people have been fucking sodomized and terrorized for our entertainment? You know, it's it's too much. It's been wicked and evil for a long time. And it's time for it all to go down and in, in flames. Uh, people are out here openly worshiping the devil. They're out here openly um, abusing and mistreating other people for profit. And it has to stop. And Christian Keys was so upset. He was like, people are not going to support me because I'm messing with their money. Because, you know, Tyler's the only one that's really employing people. But at what cost are you taking this money? You know, my music production team has a song called Billboard. Like, what did you have to do to get on this billboard? And all this stuff is coming out now. And when we came up with that song, you know, we were just barely scratching the the surface. Because, you know, I had gone down a rabbit hole. You know, I tell everybody about my rabbit holes. And I went down this rabbit hole about... uh, what rappers were having to do in the industry. And this was probably about five or six years ago. And I was shocked because so many people were talking, but it wasn't anybody you'd ever heard of and nobody was naming names, but it was starting to become clear at some point that it was probably Puffy uh, and a few other people who make you do all the sex stuff to get a fucking record deal. And these young rappers are so desperate and broke that they agree and or they get extorted because they got high in it and they took pictures of them doing really nasty stuff with other dudes and they're like well if you don't sign this contract we're gonna send this picture out to the internet you know what i mean like extortion just straight up extortion so we did a song called billboard i mean i pitched the topic and um they were like oh that's fucked up you know like we should do something. Uh, we could we could do a song around like, you know, what did you have to do to get that billboard? And um, I'm gonna be honest with you, some people did some nasty shit. Obviously, so yeah, it's all coming down, and it's it's coming across politics, entertainment, uh, anything that any of those power structures. I think sports is it's gonna happen. Because let's be honest, if I can afford to pay you $150 million or $500 million as the athlete, what am I making? And I, and I think people are finally going to see, you know, what sacrifice people are making to play football. And the thing about football and all these sports, but really football, there is, there is no equivalent in the world where women will ever get paid that much. Men believe other men should make all the money. And it's just ridiculous. There's nothing a woman can do, not even that, that would compensate her the way, you know, Patrick Mahomes is getting compensated. Sorry. I yawned. I'm not editing it out either. Love you. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing a woman can do to make that kind of money. It's crazy. It's really crazy. I think these crazy structures 
the one-sidedness, the inequality. I think all of it is about to hit the floor. So get ready, get out the way, and be ready for, you know, to put something in place that works for you. Because right now I feel like the destruction is coming to things that can't stand, that, that are rotten to the core. You know, this is biblical. This is spiritual warfare. This is what it looks like. I keep telling you, there's two things. You're either playing the Game of Thrones or it's playing you. And it's time to put on your whole armor of God and uh, get ready to win. Because if you've been out here living foul and hurting people and harming people, your time is done. It's coming for you. It's obvious. I mean, you don't even have to be a psychic to see that karma is coming and it is dealing <laughs> with folks and their reputations. I, I think, and it's going to chase you into the afterlife. I think Puffy might try to kill himself or something like that to escape justice. But it's going to follow you in the afterlife, brother. You, you've been a very cruel and evil person. And that kind of energy does not disappear just because your body is no longer alive. So, I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see. And I think at some point Drake sold his soul. Because I remember having a conversation like, oh, man, this astral world thing, which was clearly some sort of recruitment for the devil. Uh, clearly, Travis Scott. And... um he seemed unfazed, and I was like, well, Drake, you know, he's going to freak out. And he never did freak out, because he done sold his soul to somebody, you know. And and you all are trying to hide and take cover, but it's not going to work. God sees everything. So good luck. You've been a shitty human. You've taken what could have been a beautiful experience and turned it awful, and now you're going to get dealt with. And I don't feel sorry for you. All right, everybody. I hope everybody has an amazing day. I hope there's no shit, uh, no diarrhea in your day. Uh, That was really awful. And I love my mom. uh, And I don't need people to feel sorry for me. I'm telling you, this is what's on the plate for a lot of families. So you need a plan. You need to figure it out. And um, yeah, and this is going to be the future. I can't speak on the other stuff, but I know for sure that all the people that are alive today, if if we keep moving forward, if we keep living, as my dad used to say, they're going to get older and they're going to be one year older very soon. And then it'll be five years. And I think all of this really is going to start to come to a head in five years. We'll really see. We'll really see the effects of this this aging population. All right, everybody. Stay encouraged, though. The end of something is also the beginning of something else. Stay strong. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening. Continue to like, share, subscribe. Go ahead and follow us on Spotify. Uh, We're also available on Amazon uh, Music, I think, and Prime Music. And we're all over the place. Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, give us a five-star review. If you find any value in this, if you want to donate to the podcast, Cash app is just media works all one word we appreciate you we appreciate all that you do when you listen to us and uh share these podcasts we appreciate that so deeply 
I often wonder, like, wow, do people listen? And then I look at the numbers, and I'm like, people are listening. This is so fucking awesome. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. All right, everybody, be well. <laughs>